Welcome to Homeschooling Homegirls. I'm Tiffany. So today we're kicking it with my husband, George. Um, we have raised three always unschooled kids. They are 23, 17, and the youngest one's nine. Join us for this episode. Let's get into it. So today we're going to cover like a bit of a marriage Q&A. How has unschooling affected our marriage? I think at the beginning it was all, um, it was all about Jade uh, for you and I think that was one of those things where I try to express my concerns with that kind of mentality, that philosophy. It was just, I'm like, well, it's all about her. Where do we fit in, right? Um, And I think it took a few years for us to kind of get to the point. Um, I remember actually going to a, it was a homeschooling or unschooling conference and um, in San Diego. In San Diego. Yeah. And that was one of those aha moments for me where um, I think it was uh, listening to a couple, an experienced couple, uh, you know, that they were talking about marriage. And this particular one was, I think it was really, really good uh, one for me to hear because it didn't, didn't make sense to me at that moment, but it made sense later. And it all hit later uh, where... Um, it was about focusing on the relationship and it was about, you know, that you're going to hit a rough patch. It doesn't matter how healthy or how strong your relationship or your marriage is. You're going to, you're going to hit, you're going to hit some spots. Not always, you know, rainbows and sunshine. So, um, I remember how arrogant we were. Everybody was talking in a circle about all their marriage things. And we were the youngest people in that room. Yeah, right. Probably the oldest kid. And we were like, that is never going to be us. Like, we are still young and in love. And we're never going to get to the place where we're like, we're like, can't stand each other or feel (laughs) um, so far apart or neglected. And just like, and they were, they were talking about is um, when it, homeschooling and unschooling can consume your entire life, especially if you have multiple kids. You're driving one there, you're picking one up, somebody's having an issue with somebody, you're trying to stay in a homeschool community and you're trying to navigate friendships and you're trying to like keep all the moving pieces. And if you're working, you know, or struggling to pay bills, like all these things happen and then you become like the back burner, right? Like I'll get to you, your relationship, you'll get to, you'll get to. And then the getting to just, just isn't, it creates issues and you feel neglected or not seen or other people come into the picture that make you feel better or all these things that we said would never be us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, exactly. Right. That's it. Yeah. That was, <laughs> and that was it. And, and I think it, it became us. <laughs> yeah. No. And, um, you know, I was able to actually reach out to, um, to that couple and uh, later and really just tell them that how, Grateful I was for that information, though I wasn't grateful at the time. That I'm grateful now, just because of the fact that you know it's not something I wanted to hear, but something I needed to hear. And uh, definitely uh, something I hope reaches somebody through this that uh, you're not alone. Man, either. you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have issues, you're gonna have disagreements, you're gonna have moments where you're just Uh, (laughs) you know so well I think like you felt like from what you told me like Mm -hmm. neglected in the sense of like 
we had all these fun experiences that you paid for and you weren't a part of. So we would come back with these stories and experiences and, or like we would send our kids off to like unschooling camp or not back to school, like to go travel around New Zealand or to, I don't know. And we had all these inside jokes and all these conversations that you were like, not, we didn't do a good job of like including you in them. And so like the prioritizing um, of our marriage, I don't think like kind of felt into that, like resentment maybe. Mm-hmm. And then too, like I nursed like each kid, like for three years and they're far apart in age. So like, you know, when you nurse a lot, you're like touched out. I don't think I was affectionate um, because I was like at the end of the day after dealing with like three kids, one in teenage land, one in like kid land and one in baby land, like, uh, there's no more energy left. And I think like, instead of prioritizing time with you or doing that, like, I don't think we were great at that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think we set time for us. Yeah, there um, was like no date was nights. No, nothing, yeah. There was, um, it was just basically getting through it. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, you know, I mean, there's like, there's living and there's survival mode. And, you know, we're just constantly trying to make sure that everyone's needs are getting met, but our own, you know, and, um and that is hard you know and I think we've been able to kind of create more of a balance now where we can you know we have our own interests we have our own you know, oh that was a wants. huge thing yeah. like there was no individualized like doing our own thing no no never was there was like the kids and the business mm-hmm. um and then us, but like there was no me doing friend stuff and you doing friend stuff. Like there was, yeah, there was a lot of insecurity around that. I think. Yeah, I think I was. I mean, the kids were the world, and that was that's where we lived. So we didn't have, yeah, we didn't have a lot of relationships outside of of that. Um, so yeah, I mean that did cause a lot of friction. But I think we we've really grown a lot from that and learned a lot from that. And like you said, that's, uh, that was a struggle that we went through. I, mean, I think that that's how I unschooling anything for us in our marriage. Like uh, we weren't, apl- you could see where you weren't applying the, the philosophy, like, of like we gave our kids, like, let them be who they are and let them do what they want. But we didn't necessarily give that to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see the difference of relationship when you were allowing somebody to be their whole selves and then still expecting someone to be what you wanted, not necessarily who they were. And there was just kind of like, and we were together young yeah. and we created a family young. That's really insightful too, because I mean, a lot of where your children pick up those patterns from are from their parents. Yeah. So if we're not setting that example, that live your free life, but we're not doing it. What are they learning? You know, what are, yeah. what are they picking up? Right. So, I mean, we're the clear examples of why maybe why they didn't fulfill that in a lot of ways. I mean, I think it was a mixed message. And I think like, it's so funny. Um, one time Dylan, he was super little, he was like seven and maybe six. He was still in the car seat. And he's like, I'm never getting married because all wives do are take your stuff and don't let you do what you want. And I was like, Whoa, like what? And he's like, yeah, you don't let daddy play video games all the time because he has to go to work. Like, in, Dil- in Dylan's mind, George having to go to work was my doing. 
and not letting him play all the time was my doing. And it was kind of like, that was a message, whether it was true or not was, which was being sent. And because we didn't, um, we, when we would argue, we would argue in Spanish because our kids don't understand Spanish. And so, which meant that we taught him, our, that we tell our kids not to speak a language we speak so that we could fight. <laughs> um, and so they would know when we were upset because obviously everybody feels a vibe when there's issues, but they never saw the conversation or the resolve of the conversation. Everything happened mm-hmm. outside of them. Um, and so we didn't, I don't think like our kids got a, our older two, maybe, okay. I think our oldest, cause she was more aware, never really saw, like, she saw the dysfunction, mm-hmm. I think in a marriage. Um, and we thought we were doing better cause it was way better than marriages we were raised in. Um, and then with Dylan, we went to retro vibe, um, and it really saved our marriage cause it taught us how to communicate better even though it's religious and we're not, I'm not religious, um, it did help. So if you're having issues in your marriage, I really um, can't recommend retroive more than um, it really did save our marriage. I think it was actually, it gave us better tools than what we were, what we had. I think we raised just, in, yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, I didn't know, you know, feelings were very foreign to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we found out. Uh, very quick uh, how, to, how to express those things yeah but we also found out he's a better communicator than i am i'm just really i talk a lot he communicates more and it was i think i think um through written dialogue it was clear for me you know i think uh, uh verbally i don't uh, express a lot but i think mm-hmm. through the through written word i think it was one of those things where it was just like and i could write pages and she was like whoa this is all inside of you where, where is this i know it was like i didn't get that but i, I get I think after working and then the kids really wanting his time like and two like I'm the kind of person at three in the morning like what are you thinking (laughs) what are you you know and that was just not a great time to ask those questions (laughs) um okay so I think unschooling did affect our marriage in both positive and negative ways like negative in the sense of it was all consuming all the time like we didn't have alone time like we still have a kid that sleeps in our bed Mm -hmm. we've had a kid that slept in our bed since the beginning so for 20 years almost like there has been the only reason one kid left we have always co-slept um when they were babies and then the only reason one left was because another one came in um and even though logan has his own room like he's still in our bed mm-hmm. um and i think that that kind of has some stuff to do with it to the extent of feeling like close and being able to be like you know spontaneous and stuff like mm-hmm. I mean, we found our ways, but yeah, it has revolved around our kids. So I think in one way it's, and it's not just unschooling, it's just the way we've chosen to live and parent our kids or live our lives. But um, I think positively it's really helped us be individual people, like yeah. be able to accept like who we are. And I, and it's very different than it used to be. I think it's, yeah. it's made our marriage better. Cause we've now like used those same principles towards each other. Yeah. I think we, I think, yeah, we, I, I think in a, in a sense we've prioritized each other's wants a little bit more, you know, it's like where, yeah. you know, I will feel okay doing something for myself and doing something by myself where 
you know, that would be like, you know, wouldn't even, wouldn't even be a thought. I know. I'd be like, I've been home with these kids all day. Like, you're not going to go golf for an hour. <laughs> like, you better come or, get your kids. <laughs> yeah, right. Now I remember I was like, coming home. <gasps> you're home. Oh, yeah. They're yours. So, <laughs> what? Bye. What? <laughs> but I just got off of work. <laughs> no but i mean i understand i mean it's it, it's hard i mean i've tried to i've tried to be oh, there, yeah i've tried we did switch roles yeah, at point where was... he was primarily here and i went to work uh, outside the house that's kind of crazy like it's just like it's you do so much and uh definitely grateful that grateful. was a year right like a yeah, year that yeah. we did that and yeah. that was um he was like, how do you, Matt, like, you know, it, it's not just with their intune, their learning, it's personalities. Yeah. And like what they eat, our kids are super picky eaters or they were, they were, and they had a lot of dietary issues. And so like, um, he was even just like to the, like, why do you going to make three different lunches? And why do you gonna make three different dinners? And why do you gonna make, <laughs> yeah. you can't go to one place, even if you're going to go out, um, because somebody won't eat there because of how they feel, you know, it just, yeah. it was a lot of just managing and a lot of driving because we've always um, yeah, that's, yeah. not found local unschool community, which we're going to move into that way in a minute. But um, so we were always driving at least an hour to two hours for community, which meant our kids were friends with these with people usually in different like in, with a commute too. So outside of park day, if they wanted to hang out, then, then we were driving to and from and um, all the events. And so that took its toll. Like, it's just like a full-time job. I mm-hmm. think sometimes when you have multiples or one, and then they're also doing like extra, like when they were doing Krav Maga or they were doing this, or I was going to school at night or mm-hmm. there was a juggling act happening. And I think when you took that over for the year, I, I don't necessarily thought, I don't think you thought it was easy. Like I was sitting at home eating bonbons while the kids were like, because we have no curriculum doing whatever the hell they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, I think like, why, why isn't the house clean or why, <laughs> why are things getting done? Um, and I'm like, well, cause I did clean it, but like, they've been in the kitchen like six times. It's time I cleaned it. Or Dylan used to have extra changes of clothes with him all the time. So there was always laundry. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't just wear one outfit all day. It was like three, you know? And, um, or jade was constantly creating and dying hair and doing makeup or making cosplay stuff and so like there was all these moving parts going around that like i think when you had it for a year it was like whoa it wasn't as straightforward yeah a lot of juggling a lot of uh, (laughs) a lot of being everything to everyone so yeah okay um So other than retro, what do you think's kept our marriage alive I, while homeschooling or unschooling? I think it's actually just, uh, I don't know if it's been almost 20 years together, but <laughs> I mean, we're, we're communicating a lot more and uh, it's, you know, almost to the point where, you know, I can kind of anticipate needs and wants a little bit more than, uh, than we were. I think, it, I think it's also because we're, kind of more connected now than we were before um where it's just i can anticipate a little bit more than than before um which is a huge feat because we are the opposite in every sense of the word which was really cute when we were like first together and we saw the different other side of the coin but like we look at the sky and i'm like oh it's blue no it's not it's red 
Or I know that if I like something that I eat, I know that he's going to hate it. Um, there's rarely anything we like in the same music. Um, our tastes are different. Mm-hmm. Um, the what we like to watch on TV is different. What we like to do on date nights different. Like they're just polar, not even different. Like most of the time what I like, he doesn't like. like <laughs> so that's what he means. We're like, he can anticipate where I'm like, we are more willing to do things and, and do it with a good attitude instead of being like, damn, how long am I going to be here to do this? Right. right? Yeah, I think that's, that's it. It's just that uh, that perspective has changed a little bit more and where I'm just I'm more open to um, do things that you like and uh, just, you know, just be open to the experience. I think is what it is. And I'm more willing to do things that I wouldn't not necessarily do like i'm more outdoorsy than i used to be right no that's but that is also direct from camping with a bunch of homeschoolers yeah. <laughs> and cool. learning how to be more outdoorsy and dirty that that's just not the way i was before so i don't know i think we're still up to three days on your camping trips when mm-hmm. you just get stir stir crazy yeah, right. would i stay till seven yeah. or five okay <laughs> thank you for being here with us and being very open the whole point of this podcast is to show a BIPOC experience of homeschooling and unschooling to start changing the narrative of who homeschools and what it looks like. Uh, so your social proof of reviews is how other homegirls are going to find us. Um, and so please go on to wherever you listen to podcasts and rate us and uh, leave any questions or feedback. Um, at our website, homeschoolinghomegirls.com. Want to talk about homeschooling and unschooling in between episodes? Follow us on Instagram at homeschoolinghomegirls. Enjoy the process of raising empowered people.